Hi, everybody. It's me, Hugh, back on the show, hitting the home stretch on a Thursday, and uh, very happy now to have uh, Dr. Richard Leach joining us here and uh, back on the show. Although the first time you were here, I didn't get a chance to interview you, but I talked to you afterwards, and I was just fascinated with the work that you're doing with the karmic DNA. But today we're talking about this is something new, and maybe it's called biosymbiology and. Uh, and uh, you came in, you said you're on a mission, and uh, maybe you want to start just telling us what this mission is and what biosymbiology is. Certainly. Um, let me first say that um, it spawns out of bioenergy therapy, the difference of bioenergy therapy. And everybody knows about energies, body energies, vital life energy, there's Reiki and therapeutic touch and all these things. It's all energy technique. Mm-hmm. Um, but the difference with bioenergy therapy is, yes, there's an energy treatment involved, but the, the, the real difference is that I don't regard just the, the energy of the body. We regard the, the entire energies of this, of this dimension from the energy of matter, and I won't knock on the mic, but from the energy of matter to the energy of spirit and every energy in between that conspires to create a life of purpose and reason. So it's, it's like this is a, 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 a theme park for souls, and souls are coming in here to have certain kinds of journeys, and they're guided tours, which uh, is the karmic DNA you and I spoke about, which is the purpose of life. And it's knowable. Mm-hmm. It's configurable. It's not, uh, there's a lot of people talking about this, and it, most of them are doing intuitive things, like trying to figure out your life purpose. But this karmic DNA was done with mathematics, and that was the first step of bioenergy therapy was mathematics to figure out what your life purpose is, what will stress you as opposed to another person. I know it sounds. Um, I mean, it sounds fascinating, and it also sounds like uh, a little. I mean, for some people out there, woo woo. Yes. Right. It's a little. Yes. But. but I can tell you that that it might sound woo woo. Yeah. But it's ancient wisdom. Yeah. It's embedded in our oldest scriptures. Mm-hmm. We haven't been using it. Yeah. It's, it's actually a, a way to mathematically uh, figure out what your purpose is and what will challenge you in this lifetime. The challenges you, you bear, the things you must confront and master in free will are the things that cause you the stress, and stress causes illness. Yeah. So that's the one piece. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's in, the purpose of life. The purpose of life. With the karmic DNA. And, of course, that's karmicdna.com is the website for that. That's right. And the, the, the next proprietary information is also something that's been with us from ancient times. Uh, we're talking about body symbology. Mm-hmm. Body symbology, there's over 6,700 medical body symbology not- notations in Christian scripture alone, and they're in all the scriptures. I don't even know what that means. It means that the body is symbolically speaking to us about our life. How? It's intelligent. Okay, now, okay. Like, what is, how does it speak to us? It, with symptom. Okay. You, your body, in its perfection, is vibrating whole and happy and functional and feeling wonderful. Okay? It's impurity. When we go through certain kinds of experiences, let's call them stressful experiences, mm-hmm. Those experiences are a perception that destabilizes the body. And it will bring, purposely, it will bring uh, an experience of symptoms somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that somewhere has purpose and reason. Okay, and we've heard that too before, that symptoms, if we, and we have to learn to pay attention to our bodies too. A lot of people don't. They're not really paying attention to what their body is telling them. 
That's right. With their symptoms, with their feeling, what they're feeling. That's right. right. So I would pose to you yeah. that when you're formed yeah. as a fetus, that fetus is formed of soul consciousness. So if you consider that, that this physical structure I use to drive around this journey mm -hmm. is actually my soul consciousness made physical. Okay. Therefore, everything I perceive, everything I think, everything I do becomes an addendum of change to this physical structure. It's a hard drive. So coming into this life, good yeah. health, feeling vital, Going through all kinds of stresses ages us more rapidly. It unlocks the body to allow certain kinds of disorder with purpose and reason. Mm -hmm. and, and that dysfunction is, is literally an imbalance of cell structure. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we know, the uh, Math Institute is talking about that the cells are recording uh, memory and exposing uh, memory all the time. Mm -hmm. I think their, their, their studies said that this physical structure is being rejuvenated within two years. Every cell goes through a rejuvenation cycle within two years. So why do we have to age then? If we're because we, we will not age. We'll have longevity if we're happy-go-lucky and, and easygoing and not doing nasty things. Hmm. It's like going to the fundamentals of Scripture and says, you know, live a good life, love your neighbor, take care of things, be nice you have longevity and, and health and prosperity, etc. And that would mean low stress, too. That's right. right? That low is the whole key. Yeah. Because what really happens, if you think about it, is that we are in this system of pure potential. Oh, I'm getting really deep here. That's fantastic. Um, as you know, I, I'm a metaphysician. So looking at what our science calls the Big Bang, yeah. I don't remember if it was noisy or not, um, <laughs> But that Big Bang, what was that? It was spirit compressing this energy, this negative pocket of energy, into its slowest denominator mm -hmm. to be able to act and interact with negativity. Because we're positive polarity beings, we can't deal with negative energy. So we compress this energy into its slowest common denominator of matter in order to come here and do some work. Mm. Uh, this is going to go sound a little woo-woo, okay, because it's, it's stuff that you really have a hard time proving, mm -hmm. but so is the Big Bang Theory. Mm -hmm. So you look at it and say, okay, if this is actually done with purpose, that we can actually come in here and change negative situations to positive outcome, mm -hmm. that we're a catalyst. We have an inner drive to confront negativity. It's why we're rubberneckers on the highway. Mm. We, can't, we can't not look, can we? And that impulse to look is our charge to humanity that says, go forth and, and subdue the earth. Go forth and try to change negative to positive. Like you, you said, we're positive, like a positive magnet is attracted to the, the negative, negative. Right. And we're, we're supposed to confront the negativity with solution and turn it positive. Hmm. And, and so there's, there's a bigger picture here in life purpose. And, and what we're seeing is that, okay, if we take it from a metaphysical standpoint, and this is going to sound a little interesting because I didn't believe it myself when I first got this concept, was that this pure potential is literally that, that you've heard the eternal moment of all, the other side, heaven has no time. Yeah. Well, when you split that eternal moment of all in half, you create polarity. 
you create this this widening space. Try and get my both hands on here. Okay, <laughs> uh, you create this space where, in the middle of of here, from negative to positive polarity, that this eternal moment is split. There's a time-space continuum. Okay. That every moment in the middle has to include both yin and yang, negative and positive, in it. So there's nothing in this dimension that's all negative or all positive. It has to. It has to include both because it's the eternal moment of all split. One. Everything must. You know, you're not all positive and all negative. Neither am I. Everybody's got regrets. <laughs> but the the powerful thing to recognize in this is that is that we have a place in this to to make change. And you asked about uh, how this is affected. Well, if we're charged in in a charge from spirit to go forth and subdue the earth. Mm-hmm. then the things that come up that are negative, the energy of this dimension that are negative, mm-hmm. those events, we confront and we find positive changes and we flip that particle of energy to positive. So that's our work. And in this dimension, on the positive side, if we go forth, we're drawn to the positive. If we go forth, this is going to sound woo-woo too, uh, if we go forth and we do uh, the work, and we, we're happy and we stay positive and we do this, what we need to do, we literally get our just desserts. So we live in this dimension and we go forward and we get our just desserts. Now, it might be a fascinating thing to realize that sometimes we get turned around and we head doing the negative. So mm-hmm. we're heading to the wrong end of this dimensional spectrum mm-hmm. and we're living backwards. Mm-hmm. Now, what... What does it mean when you say live backwards? Like, if you turn it around, what does it say? I don't know. Evil. Oh, okay. So we, we're eviling. Right. And our history and our theology says if we evil too long, we're going to meet the devil. Right. Well, what does that mean? What is the, what is the devil turned backwards? Lived. Okay. So if we evil too long, we will have lived in this dimension mm-hmm. and die. Early. Mm-hmm. We meet early death. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. Now, it might sound all this woo-woo thing until you realize that what we're really doing is we're playing with energy. Because the sound vibrations that create words are energy. And it's why they have this. So if we've lived, if we, if we've lived in this, right, if we're eviling too long, what are we doing? Or what are we getting? On the other side, we're getting our just desserts. If we're actually going the opposite direction, we're going to get... Desserts backward. That, I won't make you spell, is stressed. Okay. Is all this a coincidence? This it's, it's a metaphysical understanding of theory. Okay. But that's not really what I came to talk about. <laughs> you asked the depth of the question, how is it all working? I, I can't believe that stressed backwards is desserts. That's freaking me out. Yeah. yeah. It, and, and you start to realize that, uh, that, that this is about sound vibration. And if you start looking at different languages, you'll find, while we don't always have the same words, uh, a lot of the words that are similar sound similar. Yeah. Like in mother in one language is mata in another language. Yeah. So you start to realize that this vibrational sound, and why did we put so much emphasis on the word of God? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the sound of spirit. Mm-hmm. So, as we're talking about this, we start to realize that there is a mechanism, there is a construct underpinning it all, 
there's a construct of purpose in our life that actually plugs us in karmic DNA is, is embedded in our electromagnetic structure. And it plugs us into physics. And the physics of this world responds to us mm -hmm. with synchronicity. Well, we all know about synchronicity. We wonder how it happens. We're plugged into physics so that synchronicity will bring us exactly what we need to experience, who we need to experience it with, who's able to push our buttons for us to have those kinds of experiences. Mm -hmm. So it's choreographed, and it doesn't matter where in the play of life you go. You know, you could say, I've had it with all these people. I'm packing it in, I'm taking off, I'm going to Australia, and I'm going to live in Australia now. And within two years, you've got your flat, your new job, your car, your new circle of friends, and you start to realize all these people are doing exactly the same things to me mm -hmm. as the people back home. How does that work? It's because our, ha our, our karmic DNA handshakes. The more time you and I spend together, the more likely it is you're divinely called to push my buttons. Well, okay. Well, this is uh, fascinating, Richard, but so then, then what are we supposed to do? <laughs> right? Because we thought we were doing the right thing. We're going to pack it in, move to Australia, but then... But that's not the answer. You can't run from your purpose. I know, but what do you got to do? You got to master your purpose. Master. Yes, master your purpose. And that's what we're going to... In bioenergy therapy, I teach my clients their karmic DNA, what their challenges are. Not only what they are, but what are the answers to those challenges? And those answers, those, those challenges are, are very broad, right? You can take them almost into any vocation because karmic DNA, your purpose in life isn't talking about what you're supposed to do for a profession. Mm -hmm. It's about what you're supposed to do interacting with others. Mm -hmm. So you have things that you have to do to master to the positive. For instance, a power-coded person is a money magnet until they master all half a dozen challenges to the positive side, they wonder why, well, they're the wrong end of the magnet. Mm -hmm. Every time they, they go for the gusto and trying to reach for, for that abundance, it's like a little further out of the reach mm -hmm. because they can't get it until they master the challenges. Every mastery of a challenge has opened a doorway to abundance. Mm -hmm. So you have to master why you're here. But while we're struggling with difficulty, in mastering those challenges because we don't even know what they are. You know, 99.9999% of people have no idea what their life purpose is. They're just doing. So everybody has got to get in touch with you and do their karmic DNA. Um, well, until I launch the books, it's, yeah, from me or, or a practitioner that I taught, Rose Saroyan. Um, she's been at it uh, a, a decade now. I think we had her here too. Yes, she has. Yeah. So... Uh, as we're, as we're talking about these things, uh -huh. um, while Rose is out there doing the practice and I'm doing the practice, I'm also straddling the line doing the research. Uh -huh. There's books coming on karmic DNA. There's, there's availability of it. As a matter of fact, Rose and I are talking about teaching a course, a practitioner's course. Well, I was just thinking, I think we need courses on this stuff. Yeah, we're going to teach a practitioner's course. We just started talking about it. I geared up and did a practitioner's course a, a dozen years ago and, and uh, you know, 28 people wanted, six people actually stepped forward, four people started, one people graduated. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a, a, a failure to me. Mm -hmm. I wanted a legion of practitioners, and it was too much for people. They're looking for a, um, a weekender course on how to run energy. 
they're, they're looking for a, a quickie thing that they can add to their bag of tricks. I'm looking for career people. Mm -hmm. Rose is a career person. Mm -hmm. She was already an international healer when she came to me and said, I want this. Mm -hmm. She was one of the driving forces of me doing the first course. And Richard, I just got to ask you, did you develop this? or did Yes, you, I'm the founder. You're the founder, so this is... So, you know, and, and where this all came from, you won't believe it if I tell you, because I, I did not set out to be a metaphysician or a healer. Well, let's... Can you tell me any? I'll believe it. Well, <laughs> I came to a point in my life where things were not happy. I wasn't happy. Uh, and I had achieved all of the things I set out to achieve in school. Mm. I mean, I was a commercial designer. I had national awards for communication and design and food packaging. Uh, I, I was at the top of the game, and it all meant nothing. Mm. And my marriage was not in any great shape. And... Things were happening, and uh, I started questioning, how can this be? Why is this? And as I started questioning, things started happening, some wild things, woo-woo things. The skeptic in me was hit over the head with a crowbar mm. because I can't refute profound experiences that happened in front of me. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. <laughs> and that made me think, man, there's a lot more going behind the scenes of this world. Yeah. There's a lot more going on than we know, yeah. and I need to know. <laughs> okay. And I started pursuing it, and, and that's how I got into this. I know we could probably talk all day, but I, I know you're on a mission here today, and we're talking we gotta about... We've got to get back to bio, biosimilarity. Back to the, uh, the, the, the mission, the, the mis the, the, which is the purpose of health, biosimbiology.com. And I, I know you handed me these questions. Let me just... I haven't even had a chance to look at them, but let me ask you one, and we'll take it from there. Maybe we can uh, just keep talking after the show, but... Uh, so you're the founder of Bioenergy Therapy. How is that different from uh, other energy treatments of illness? Well, I started to say that bioenergy therapy is different in that it regards life as purpose and reason, and that's the core. That bioenergy, life energy, is all about what, con what conspires in energy to, to create the life of purpose and reason, the very journey you're having. And what's purposeful about it causes you the stress stress but also what's purposeful about it is the remedy to the stress because the stress is uh, like a warning light the stress is what causes the body to talk to you okay so we started out saying that the body's intelligent mm -hmm. it's you, you're you have a community of, of four trillion cells mm -hmm. every cell is intelligent and science is telling us now that the membrane around every cell is a brain and you also mentioned, correct me if I'm wrong about this, but it's not just our intelligence and our energy, but we are in an environment, a context of energy, energy that comes to us, whether That's it's right. from the sun, other people, yeah. uh, electromagnetic frequencies, everything, right? Yes. It's, it's, a, it's a, an environment of energy. I would say an environment of bioenergy, because mm -hmm. I'm not talking about bioenergy being a vital life energy only. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the energy of purpose is an energy. Yeah. The energy of thought mm -hmm. is a huge energy. Mm -hmm. We don't regard it as an energy of thought, but the mind is actually in your aura, not in your brain. Your brain is an organic computer that translates the energy of thought into the machine to master materialism. Your conscious mind is just the interface between this dimension and your, your intention, your, your soul. But the subconscious mind is an interface to the other side. Mm -hmm. 
you know, so we have four levels of mind. I mean, I'm, again, getting too deep in a way, but what I'm, I'm trying to say is that this is an entire construct, multiple of constructs, mm -hmm. that not only creates the purpose for us to have the mulch in our life, the fodder, the experiences for us to work with that will change this dimension, but also that, that teach us how to create a bigger, better, more positive expression of our soul in this dimension. So, so as, as we're going along, the, the purpose energy is putting us through the mill, and then the feedback, the feedback from spirit is that what we do that is not right is enacted in the body, because this is a hard drive, mm -hmm. it's everything we do is written to cellular structure. Mm -hmm. And so the cellular structure will vibrate out of balance mm -hmm. and bring a symptom. Mm -hmm. If you can read that symptom, if you know what that means, you're on your way. I'll give you an example, a very simple example. I had a guy come to me. He had knees that were destroyed. It, it hurt him to bring him to tears to walk up a few steps. Mm -hmm. okay? Doctors laugh at his x-rays. They don't know how he's wobbling around in these knees. How he got there? He overworked them. Mm -hmm. right? He was a referee for basketball for many years. He was the guy they always called to do the, the pickup games where people didn't show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so he, he literally worked his knees out of order. Okay? But also the knees have a meaning. You know, going forward in life is what we do. Mm -hmm. The knees are a one-way joint. Mm -hmm. The bottom half of your body, your legs, are your mobile foundation. So the knees are a one-way joint. They only go forward. So if you perceive that there is a problem and you can't go forward in either project or business or in relationships and sensitive issues, left and right, relationships on the left side, projects on the right, your knees will hurt. Mm. It's like you ran into a coffee table. Mm -hmm. Now, he had this sensation for years, 10 years. He hadn't coached. He hadn't uh, refed ba basketball. Mm -hmm. But he had this sensation, two days before it rained, he could tell you rain was coming. Mm -hmm. And he would live with this pain constantly. It took me two months to find the origin of the perceptions that he was stuck on. And we changed his perception and belief in those. You know, he didn't have pain in his knees. He didn't believe it. But how? But you mentioned the doctors laughed at his x-rays. Yeah, because his knees are destroyed. But they were, so there was a they, physical problem as but well. But they don't have to have pain. The pain okay. is a communication. I see. So, yes, he's got these knees that are totally wrecked. Yeah. But he doesn't have pain in his knees anymore. Yeah. And, and t two months after that, we were actually going forward and talking about his heart condition. Yeah. His medical doctors uh, credited me with holding back a heart attack they fully expected to come. And he never had one. Okay? But we found the issues that were causing the heart problem. But, but two months after I, the knees were no longer causing him pain, and what, actually, I think it was a few, few weeks later, he came in and he said, you'll never guess what happened on Saturday. I said, what? He said, he said I looked out the front window and I hollered for my wife, come and look at this. It's raining. <laughs> it was the first time he'd been surprised by rain in over a decade. Oh, wow. He didn't have advance notice. And, and, uh, and then um, two months later, he came in and said, you know, I had this terrible pain in my knees last Saturday night. I said, oh, what was going on? What were you thinking about? He says, well, we were at my wife's Christmas party. I said, oh, and what, who said what? What went on? Because I'm thinking perception. He says, well, we were up dancing. I said, you're up dancing. <laughs> okay, so 
how long did it last? He said, until I sat down. <laughs> I said, so you know your knees are messed up. <laughs> and if you get up wobbling around on them and you're stretching them, they're, they're going to cause you pain. But the chronic part is gone, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If something's chronic, it's talking to you. So basically, it's, it's almost like when I hear the word biosymbiology, I, I almost hear uh, the word symbol in there. And, exactly. And that the, the, so that these symptoms, these, the, the, that the body is telling you through symptoms is a symbolic of some... Let me share okay. that the study I have done for 18 years in body symbology mm-hmm. was first started probably with Louise Hay. Yeah, I've Louise Hay is a wonderful lady. She's the grandmother of body symbology. She yeah. wrote books like You Can Heal Your Life. Yeah. They're very, very everyday books for everyday people that says this kind of thing means this kind of thing and do this affirmation and feel better. But she's in the shallow end of the pool. Mm-hmm. We've come a long way. 18 years of research. This is the most detailed research in body symbology ever been done. And biosymbology is a coined name for my research. Because bio means life, ology means science, so symbol means symbol. Sim, so biosymbiology uh, bio is life symbolic life science. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have 140,000 words in volume one, and it covers every part of the body, sometimes down let's, to chemistry. Let's talk about a few of these things, just to give people like uh, concrete examples. Now, I know a lot of people have back pain. Mm-hmm. And I've heard, because I've read some of Louise Hay's stuff, too. Depending on where it is in the back? Well, you know, most people, most guys anyways, they get lower back pain, right? Yeah, and absolutely. That, I hear that has to do with money or something like that. Is that Well, accurate? let me explain. Okay. Not money, but foundation. Okay. I mentioned a few minutes ago that your legs are your mobile foundation. Mm-hmm. So your stable foundation is your torso. Mm-hmm. And it culminates in the pelvic girdle, right? The pelvic girdle operates your legs. So let's not get away from the fact that all the bones are foundation because, quite frankly, bones are the nouns, Mm -hmm. muscles are the verbs. This is a language. Mm -hmm. So when you look at this bone structure, the mobile foundation is going and doing and, you know, so it has a lot to do with everyday life and where you got to be and who you're going to do it with. Um, When you get to the the, uh, low back, you're talking second chakra, which is all about intimacy into me see being vulnerable security issues Mm -hmm. so it's not just the fact that it operates the reproduction system it's about security and vulnerability and issues of that nature and they don't have to have anything to do with sex so the low back is directly related because that that second center is just below your navel Mm -hmm. that low back is directly related to security and vulnerability Mm -hmm. okay when you come to money it's like where do we feel a lot vulnerable when money isn't flowing, when our job's vulnerable, our house could be foreclosed on? All of these issues are about security, mm-hmm. and that's the low back problem. Mm-hmm. And it's a different problem for different people. It can be the vulnerability in your relationship, possibly infidelity. So just to, just to make a point here, it's like whatever the symptom is, whether, say, low back right here, and, you, and maybe you got... A secu- you got a security issue of, of one part. But the answer, well, I think what you're getting to, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the answer is not going out and making more money. But the answer is some other thing that you're going to help people identify and then in, 
through synchronicity, it's almost going to clear up That's by right. itself. That's right. Because if you're having trouble in some of the challenges in, in, your, in your karmic DNA codes, mm -hmm. they could be causing you to stumble and not make money. Mm -hmm. They could be causing you to have difficulties with, with peers and coworkers and bosses. Okay, can we, is there an example you can give here? Like, like so, for a example. Big one. A yeah. big one. Yeah. Um, I had a fellow come, this is more than a decade ago, this is 15 years ago. I treated him twice a week for three years. And it's a big issue because what he had was demyelinating polyneuropathy. That sounds serious. It is. He was on daily doses of morphine that couldn't completely cut the pain. Okay. And, and so what, what it is is the myelin is the sheathing on your nerves, like rubber on extension cord. And in his extremities, hands and feet, the myelin's worn away. Touching a smooth surface is causing him pain through morphine. Mm. So walking across the kitchen floor is like walking across the rocks. You know, mm -hmm. and and he was he was just drugged out, numbed out, and they they had given him a prognosis: you're going to a wheelchair, you can't stop this. He was on a cane, seven weeks in my office, and he left and he forgot his cane. Now, At eleven months, yeah. I'm going to get to the why in a minute. But okay. eleven months, he went because every three months he goes through addict withdrawal and a change up to another medicine. Mm -hmm. He went he went in and said no more heavy drugs. And the neurologist at Mount Sinai said, you're going to want it. So instead of coming back in three, three months, you come back in three weeks. You tell me again, you don't want it. He went back in three weeks and said, I'm now handling my pain with over-the-counter Tylenol. Mm -hmm. He went from a morphine patch to OTC Tylenol. At 36 months, he was doing woodworking with power tools, and we recovered the myelin sheathing so he could use an orbital sander without pain, without drugs. That's the, the, the top line story, and it sounds amazing, and it sounds like a miracle, but it's not a miracle. It's the miracle is in life and how it works. We went into his history and figured out what had gone wrong, okay? His life agenda had him as an innovator, inventor, and material leader, okay? He was told as a teenager that you'll never be more than your, your father. Your father's an immigrant, worked in a factory all his life. You'll never be more than your father. He bought it. He went and worked in factories. He became a foreman. Years later, he became a foreman over three foremen. And in a company that was from Japan, there's set rules and regs, and you did things a certain way. And he was innovating new ways. And they kept kind of coming down on him and saying, you can't do this. You can't do this. Do so, you know. And he wasn't even allowing, he wasn't even allowed to, to deal with his people the way he wanted. Mm -hmm. Carpal tunnel was the first stage. Mm. Now, he went on vacation, and carpal tunnel backed off. The migraines backed off. He had a two-week vacation in Florida on the drive back, just anticipating going back to the job. Mm. It all came back. Mm. And that was months and months before he debilitated into long-term disability off work because his body would shut down. They, they gave him, th uh, for about three or four months, they gave him biweekly blood transfusions all the blood in, all the blood out, right? Of course, the blood is an intercom to every cell in the body. It keeps the, every cell updated with what you think and feel about your life. Well, you give that blood transfusion, you get somebody else's thinking and feeling mm -hmm. going to your cells. And it, it made him better until they sent him back to work for half days. Mm -hmm. 
and then blood transfusions wouldn't work anymore, and he went right downhill. Mm -hmm. So what we did is we found out what, what the problems were. You know, just in the first few weeks in my office, I gave him a, 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 an appointment card that said he's going to start a new business in three years. Because mm -hmm. I could see in his karmic DNA, his, his start of a brand new decade cycle would be three years. And I, fi I figured that we could probably lick this. And his new business was woodworking, doing creative uh, bookcases and stuff for custom stuff for people, power tools. So what we did was we, we removed that issue of what was going on at work. And that wasn't the only thing. There was other things in his life. He'd, he'd had a horrible difficulty with, uh, with his uh, family. Mm -hmm. His mother was actually built very tough. Mm -hmm. And he was built, built very sensitive. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and the mismatch, he, he couldn't believe she was who she was, that she was, she was not a mother at all. Well, I mended that situation, got him to realize, you can't make your dog meow. Yeah. You know, if she's built like a tough cookie she's a tough cookie yeah you know so we went through a lot of things in that three years to figure out what things were destabilizing him and his body came back to balance and that's the most important thing when you have when you have purpose for illness it has a spiritual right to be there it's sanctioned because it's 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 shifting you it's pointing you in the right direction it's telling if you what you got to fix yeah and if you hear it and you fix it you take the illness's purpose away and bang all of a sudden the body responds you know deepak chopra has a seminar i saw on public television and he, he talks about the fact that uh, the body and he's a medical doctor he, the body is an amazing machine that has the ability to to fabricate anything we have in our pharmaceutical in our pharmacy and deliver it exactly to the right place in the right time and the right dosage to affect healing. Mm -hmm. But he, he questions why it doesn't do it all the time. It has the ability, but it won't do it all the time. And I would tell Deepak that it's because there's purpose for the disorder until you resolve the purpose. Mm -hmm. It ain't going away. So it sounds like Really, the, the, the best approach for, and this is why I say everybody should probably uh, do this, is get their karmic DNA done to find out what their purpose is. And That's then right. well, you need to do that so that you can compare where you're at with what, where you really should be according to your karmic DNA. Is that accurate so far? And then, and then if yes. you've got health challenges, it's, it's because you're off track somehow, one way or another. Is, is that accurate as well? Yes. I can tell you this, that bioenergy therapy is different from all the other healing models because while all the other healing models work in a way of intervening physically with the body with somehow, even the energy healing models, mm -hmm. somehow the practitioner is going to intervene and do something, herbs or some kind of regimen. Mm -hmm. Bioenergy therapy doesn't do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's all about purpose. Mm -hmm. And I learned uh, and I've applied a, a theory from nautical navigation that I learned when I was 16 years old going to Power Squadron. And that is where you have a buoy and a point and a lighthouse. Where the three uh, fixes intersect, you find where you are in the water. Mm -hmm. And I have successfully done that in a 16-foot runabout with a seven-horse engine going all around Lake Simcoe and landed within 40 uh, yards of Beaverton Harbor. Mm -hmm. And so I, I know it works. Mm -hmm. Now all we have to do is change the fixes. Mm -hmm. One fix, karmic DNA. 
what is my life about? What will stress me more than another person? Mm -hmm. What kind of stresses am I looking for to fix my health? Biosymbiology. What is my body telling me? Mm -hmm. What is it screaming about? What's mm -hmm. the story? Mm -hmm. I know I've lived through stuff, but I can't connect the dots. Mm -hmm. So they come to my office and they tell me what's happened in their life. Mm -hmm. You know, we do the low light reel instead of the highlight reel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and so I start with the oldest upset memory, work forward, and just look at the whole, the whole picture looking for connecting the dots. Mm -hmm. And when we can connect these three fixes, we find the cause of any disorder. So, and that cause is, what, what kind of a thing is that cause? It's like, the experiences, the stressful experiences that we had. For instance, uh, as I said, um, this man had um, an aversion to the very livelihood and job he was in. Mm -hmm. He had two kids and pets and cars and a house to feed, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, he couldn't just jump ship and go and get a different job. He'd take this massive pay, pay cut and he wouldn't be able to cover the mortgage. Yeah. So he was stuck. Mm -hmm. But his body shut down and said, you're not going back. Mm. Now, when it shuts down, you've got no choice. Yeah. You suffer through somehow with long-term disability and help and whatever. So what I did with him was we, we went hunting with my nautical navigation formula to figure out what it was that destabilized the body. And every time we found something, we resolved those issues somehow. And when you say resolve it, what do you do? Just drop it? No. Or, or you can't suppress. Yeah. You can't say, I don't believe it in anymore. Yeah. You have to believe something different. Yeah. And the very cool thing is that uh, karmic DNA is not something that's hard to figure out. I can, when people come in my office, I have all of the major players in their life, their parents, their siblings, their kids, their wife, their exes, their whoever, and I have them, I have all their karmic DNA, and I can look down and I can see why they're motivated a certain way. Mm -hmm. And when they're telling me the story of woe that happened with this person, this ex-wife, mm -hmm. or whatever, uh, I can figure out, okay, well, she's motivated to do that, and you're motivated to do this. It's like oil and water. Mm -hmm. Could it have come out any differently? Mm -hmm. And from the logic and reason point, I'm shining new light on a perception that was once thought to be she did that on purpose, or he did that to me on purpose. Mm -hmm. And in actual fact, he was following his nose. Mm -hmm. He was doing what was knee-jerk reaction to his life purpose. So, but is the solution changing a belief, or yes. is it to dropping a, um, um, an aspect of your life? There are two ways to change. Yeah. The first is the one we know and love. Yeah. You find out what it is and you affect some physical change. You confront the person, you confront the issue, you affect a change. Mm -hmm. You say, I'm not going back to that job anymore, I'm going to do something different. Okay. Okay, and my body will respond because I'm changing my perception. Okay, so that's okay? one thing, yeah. So doing something physical to change your life circumstance ultimately changes your perception, and your perception is what has to change. Okay, so that's one thing, making the a physical change in your life. Now, then you have the situations where sometimes people are... Um, they're saddled with issues with people who are deceased now. Yeah. Or their, their issues are with their boss, yeah. and it's like suicide to confront it. Yeah. Okay. Well, the harder part, but in, in some ways it's an easier part, is change your mind. Yeah. And uh, it's sometimes hard to do, but changing your mind is what we do in my office. Mm. 
we find real reasons to think and believe differently. Real reasons. And usually it stems out of karmic DNA. Mm -hmm. It stems out of what I'm here to do. Because if I'm here to confront something mm -hmm. and, and challenge it, I'm getting stressed by it because I'm not confronting it well. Yeah. If I can confront it well, then the stress will melt away. And so will the symptoms. Okay. So who should, who, who watching this right now, what are they going through? What kinds of things would they be going through that they should come and see you? <laughs> That's a good one because everybody who has an illness uh, can can pursue this avenue. Um, I have people who come with uh, with um, sadness, depression, anxiety, uh, and for instance, depression usually twelve, uh, eighteen to twenty four weeks, and they're out of the mid, out of the the, the, the doldrums of it mm -hmm. without drugs. Mm -hmm and enabled to start making, affecting change. Mm -hmm. um, I, have, I have people who come with you know, physical illness. I've, I've exposed a couple. But then I have their friends. Mm -hmm. Their friends phone up, and this is hilarious. Uh, do, do, do you have to be sick? Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm not sick, but I want some of what he got. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he says it's custom. Why, because they see, see the change? They saw the change from their friend who went from illness yeah. to success. Yeah. And literally, you think about it, that this, where's the, there's the monitor. Okay, from the, from the one side to the other side, from illness to success, is the same scale. So you have illness, struggle, ease, success. Mm -hmm. Where are you on it? Mm -hmm. You don't have to be sick to come and find out about your life. It, bioenergy therapy is, a, is, a, is a, uh, an empowerment model. So anything less than super success and happiness... Uh somebody could use some of this stuff right? absolutely absolutely it, it's like getting your life on track okay. and and it's it's not a dogma or doctrine it's it's about you know, people people when i do a, a health show I, I i do live recordings on cd mm -hmm. of their karmic dna mm -hmm. and they're wow they go and they play them over and over and they it changes their lives um but the interesting part is that uh with the biosymbiology um I have just finished volume one, and it's released. Um, it's released as 240 downloadable files. That's a body scan from the head to the toe. It's for people, for, for my clients, for practitioner use, because it's the most detailed look at what the body's telling you. It, it, it shows, okay, this is what it means. But you know something else? This is a, another aspect of bio, biosymbology is it's not just symbology. Every file starts out with anatomy. Mm -hmm. It starts out with an understanding of physiology, basic course in physiology. So you, you read what the body's part is all about, what it's for, why it's doing it, and then you see the symbol and you almost automatically go, well, doesn't that make sense? Mm -hmm. And in the symbols, usually there's a number of things. Not all of them will apply to you. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's, it, might, it might have a, a dozen different sentences saying, you know, there could be this, there could be that, look for this, look for that. Because this is a language. Mm -hmm. It's as rich and full as any language like English or French. You look in our English dictionary and you look up a word and it's going to have five or six meanings. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, that's the meaning of this language, biosymbology, is that it has a numerous meanings and it concatenate with other symptoms. So you start putting the symptom from the hip and the symptom from the hand and the symptom from the knee together and you start going... It's telling a story. It's a paragraph. Mm -hmm. 
and you should look at all the different meanings and you, you have to analyze. It tells you how to look for your cause in your stress history. And that's a little different than all the other looks at body symbology that basically say this means this and you do this about it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a pop culture phenomenon that works sometimes. Wow. So this is uh, amazing stuff. Richard. It is. Amazing stuff. And we haven't even begun to talk. Um, we could talk all day about this stuff. And I'm hoping we're going to get a chance to do more. Um, Certainly. And I got three websites here that we're going to well, read out. Where the, where the uh, web store is for, for getting all the data, uh, I've, I just launched it Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gift to the world. Okay. Here it is like a, two weeks later. I just launched it. Nobody even knows it's there, but it's basically, you can go there, there's 240 files, anybody can find out about a part of the body in depth and detail, more depth and detail, logic and reason than has ever been launched before in this area. And and people can go there right now, and that's the uh, biosymbiology.com? That's right, biosymbiology.com. That was my mission, was to, to let people know that this information's there, especially practitioners. This information is there, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it, it's an effect on all humans, all human life. It almost, this, sounds fant- this sounds like the, the, this is a big eureka moment. This is a great new science, actually, for, for health, for happiness, Yes, just to help people. I, I, as I said, I didn't set out to be a healer. I set out to answer questions in my own life. And those questions, as they came to me, because they did actually come through channeling, uh, came I was asking simple questions and they they were too simple they were big and broad questions and I got what I got was a download for 14 months on how this dimension works mm. how it functions and why it functions and the purpose and reason in it and I've been working at founding putting a foundation under all of that material to suit my own logic and reason to suit my own skepticism uh, <laughs> because uh, this boy couldn't just go with his head in the cloud yeah, I'm, I know it sounds woo-woo. You don't seem like a woo-woo guy. So, uh, <laughs> I'm sure this stuff is firmly grounded in That's uh, right. some kind of reality. So I just want to say thanks for coming in today. And uh, people can go to that website, biosymbiology.com, or they can go to karmicdna.com or bioenergytherapy.com, yes. and they can all, get in touch. All you. three websites have a presentation that are different aspects. Bioenergytherapy talks about the entire energy system and how it all inter- interweaves. Uh, bi- karmic DNA talks about uh, life purpose, and actually there is a free sampler uh, on the first page of about you. Know, there's pages to read about um, that are really simple, uh, consumer-oriented pages about life purpose and health, but on the first page you can put your information in and the mathematics is done automatically, and it, it creates a chart. You just click on the PDF five folder icon in the in the uh, in the in the, the, the top bar, and it it will save your chart and a short description as a sampler of what's there. Fantastic! So people can do that right now. Just go to the website and get started. And uh, Dr. Richard Leach, great to have you on the show today. I, well, uh, this is just the beginning. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. Thanks very much. Okay. So that's it for now, but go to those websites, check that out, uh, get your chart done and all that kind of stuff, and uh, we'll see you all next time here on Liquid Lunch here at thatchannel.com.
Sally Beauty's new all-in-one hair color kits make it easy to color your hair at home. Get everything you need to color for beautifully radiant results. Loved by professionals, open to everyone. Sally Beauty.